Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. I am your host, Rhonda Holman, with my super special, awesome, and amazing co-host, Julie Varney. We are both dental assistants in the world that have been doing this a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. And what we're doing is we're going online and we're finding that uh, some dental assistants are running into humps in their career field with their team, with their doctors. We're dissecting them. We're pulling out those pearls and we're helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Well, hello, Julie. Hello, Miss Rhonda. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm On super this fine. Hump day. Hump day. <laughs> uh, you know what? I am super pumped. I've had a spectacular week at work. Awesome. Yeah. Like, so I don't know if you saw that or not, but last week I did a ground marketing campaign. Nice. And it was super epic. <laughs> And then today, uh, uh, me and the new doc, we went and did Patient Appreciation Day. So check Mm -hmm. this out. How cool is this? So, you know, as a team, we want to appreciate our patients, right? It shouldn't just be the dentist. Absolutely. Right. Every team member made a dozen cookies. And then Mm -hmm. we took them to the local retirement community. It it ended up being like 200 crazy like that. That is too funny. Did did it? It was super and cool. And everybody loved the cookies. What type of cookies? Oh man, we we had chocolate chip, chocolate chunk, oatmeal, peanut butter oatmeal, snickerdoodle, sugar cookies. Um, cool. Let's see, little chocolate chunks. That's awesome. Who doesn't love a good cookie though? Right. I know, right? And you'd especially, you know, retired people who. You know, maybe, you know, that's their thing. They either have like a jar of candy or, you know, they love sweets. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I would like a cookie. Well, I don't think I need any more cookies, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good cookie? So what do you, no, but it was so what fun. do you have this week for us? Okay. Are you ready? So I got a post out of Dental Assistance Worldwide mm-hmm. Group and it states, does anyone work for a dentist that gives zero benefits? For example, I do not get any paid holidays, mm-hmm. no vacation time, no sick time, and no personal time. I also don't get a retirement plan or medical insurance. Is this mostly common? Mm. This is my first assisting job after graduating, or do I need to get out of your ASAP? Hmm. Well... What do you think? Oh, man. Okay, so this can go two mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so it is not uncommon to hear about dentists that hire new grads and give them the minimum. Right. Because, A, maybe that assistant, you know, just wants a job, you know, because it's so hard to get your dream job without experience. Right. And they probably 
we're super eager, right? We're, we're greenhorns and we want to just say yes to the first job. Like you've said before, Julie, you know, that's just, you don't want to say yes to the first job. You want to say yes to the job that fits your mm-hmm. needs, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So there's that, there's the, there's the chance that, you know, either that dentist just hired this individual because they knew that, you know, they would take the job without any kind of benefits. And, it, you know, it, and it's uh, cost effective for the practice, so they think. I mean, you want to retain your employees. You want longevity out of your employees, right? So yeah. I think by offering them some type of um, retirement or medical or 401k is good to, to invest back into your employees because you're going to have a high turnover. And what happens with high turnover is patients see that. So then they start to think. Well, gosh, last time I was in six months ago, I had Sally Sue, the hygienist. God, I'm in six months now and I have Tammy, the hygienist. Oh, and then I was in twice and I had two different dental assistants. So having high turnover in your practice, I think from a patient's perspective is not good. And why are they having, you know, all these people coming in and out and it's not like a family. So we don't treat family that way, right? Right. Yeah. There's no continuity for the patients too. Like mm-hmm. that relationship is important. It's, it's really important. And from an outsider looking in, it's, you know, you go to your hairdresser, you go to Wegmans or, you know, you go to these places you always visit and you see familiar faces and you know, when you see those familiar faces, I always think they have a good business model because those people, my hairdresser has been at the same hairdressing salon for 20 some odd years. So obviously that business owner that she rents from is doing something right. Yeah. So it's, it's, and it's hard, but yes, like you said, we're green. We want to get our first job, but I think we also need to start valuing what's going to be best for our path and for longevity and for when we retire, that's the biggest thing. You know, when we retire, we can't just walk away with social security because it might not be there. And we can't just walk away with our last paycheck either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of a career is so that you can build a nest egg for when you can't work anymore. Right. <laughs> and, and those things for the dentist are a tax right off. They get tax breaks and benefits for investing into 401ks, for investing into medical. So... So what would be your advice for her? Does she need to leave or does she need to confront it and say, hey, you know what? I'm a loyal employee. Right. I want to stay with you, but I need to I need to make sure that my dots on my eyes are there and my T's are crossed. Right. I think, she, <laughs> you know, if she enjoys working there and she, you know, enjoys the people she works with and the patients and she enjoys working for him, but she's not happy about the money she's making or the benefits she has, I think she needs to approach it and like, Hey, you know, I give 110%. I want to set myself up for, you know, success and I want to have this remain my dental home. But how about, you know, starting a 401k for me where I contribute, even if she only contributes 3% of her pay and he contributes 1% a year, something start out small, 
I mean, you don't have to go for the whole, I get 6% and you contribute 3% match. I mean, but you start yourself small and just say, you know, this is what I want to build my future and I want to stay here and remain here. Now, if she doesn't like it there and, you know, the the hygienist she works with is not so nice and the front desk is jam-packing her schedule like a sandwich, then maybe it is time for her to change. Yeah, because sometimes it's easy to overlook certain mm-hmm. things, you know? It is. Um, especially if you know that, like I've, I've said before, like if it's a baby practice, they just built from the ground up a brand new startup. Like mm-hmm. if, if you know that their intention is good and that you will see it, like you can see, you know, in your gut that I can't, you know, this may not be happening right now, but I, I know that, you know, I found the best team leader. And, and I'm going to stick it out until this is a, an, a viable option. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, I think for us to start valuing what, looking ahead at our future, you know, especially if you're young, 18, 19, starting out, you can still embrace your future and set the, and set the foundation for it. Instead of waiting till you're 30, 35 and like, oh my God, I got to start planning for retirement. I mean, and yeah, I know in New York, like, <laughs> yeah, right. And I know in New York state, you can't be on your parents' insurance only until you're 26. Whether, you know, how people feel about that after 26, you're going to have to get your own health insurance. So right, there's that though. Do they have to be a student? No, in school? no, no, no. You can even be, wow. you can even be married. And still be on your parents' what? insurance. Yes. <laughs> oh wow. I. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to New okay, York, helicopter parents. Don't get any ideas. Right. But <laughs> I just think we just have to look at all these things and and really start changing the face of our futures with you know what we need to value for ourselves. Cause like you said, you don't want to yeah. walk away with the last paycheck and be like, oh my yeah. gosh, I worked in this practice. And that is why I said it's important when you go to interview, you ask about the longevity of the employees. Like how long have they been here? So if the employer yeah, says, <laughs> oh, my receptionist up front has been here 20 years and the hygienist has been here 15 and the um, dental assistant has been here 10 Okay, that shows longevity. And, you know, obviously they stayed for certain reasons. But if they said, oh, they've only been here six months, a month, a day, then you're like, oh, there's some red flags. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, and you know what? Every time I do, like, my working interview for a new office, mm-hmm. I think it's important that you go to lunch with the team. Because, like we've said before, you're going to spend so much time with these people. You need to make sure that you guys fundamentally can mesh. Yep, absolutely. You know, like, like the, the whole, like, chemistry needs to be on point. Mm-hmm. And I think by going to lunch on your working interview, you know, let the people get to know you. Because we see so many times on social media where assistants feel alienated or uh, they feel like the, the outsider to a practice right. and, and they have a hard time. I'm like, that is one more stress you don't need. I mean, our job is hard and it's stressful and you don't need to worry about if people like you or not. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It matters. It does matter. What other people think about you matters. Well, and you want, yeah. you want to be fitting in and you want to have 
good um, camaraderie or whatever you call it. You know what I'm talking about. Friendships. <laughs> camaraderie. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I stutter. Um, but you want to have that. You don't want to go to work this pit in your stomach every day like, oh, is she going to like me today or tomorrow or how do I fit in? So that's a good post. That was a good post. Yeah. Okay, your turn. My turn. So my post was from Dental Assistance Worldwide Group. Please, any information for if I can work without board exam and how can I study for it? Anyone recently do it? So I think this is kind of, I don't know, you know, we don't have a lot of information, but I've seen a couple of posts the last couple of days based on either one, they want to get into dental assisting Two, they just came out of dental assisting or they were trained on the job. So I think first, I think if you're just starting out in dental assisting, go to dmv.org and look up your state regulations and find out yep. what you can and cannot do legally, what your scope of practice is, and also research your pathways to fit into your scope of practice. Does that make sense? Yeah, because you don't want to do a bunch of stuff that's not going to get you to your end game. Right. And and like making sure you brainstorm. Right. <laughs> and I I mean education is education. Get all the education you can, whether it applies to your license or not, or if you need a license or some states you don't need a license, but still be educated about what you're doing when you're doing it and how you're doing it on patients. It's very, very important, but there's certain pathways I think people could take to kind of get to their end goal. It always may not be the direct pathway, pathways that you can take to get to your end goal, and you can find that out on danby.org. You can find out, you know, hey, I'm in Florida. Do I need a radiology license? Yes, in Florida you do. If that's the only thing you need right now to get a job, okay, get that, and then what else can you do? to become better and more, you know, um, at your job career, shall I yeah, say. So start with the, the basics, the foundation mm -hmm. to get the ball rolling. Yeah. And you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, go ahead. There's so many assistants that think about, you know, stuff that's not immediate and we all do it. Mm -hmm. it. It doesn't even have to be in dentistry. We all, a lot of times we just get overwhelmed and start thinking about other things that aren't directly relating to right now. <laughs> right. And, and there are lots and lots of study, um, pathways. Um, Danby has the blueprints to all, all the exams right on their website. They're free. You can download them. They also dalefoundation.org has practice tests that are reasonably, um, priced and that you can do over and over and over again, and they really repair you. And then there's also something called smarter DA and that's by Claire Zhang. Um, if I'm saying her name right, if I'm not, sorry, Claire. Um, but <laughs> she has online study guides. Um, she guarantees that you'll pass the things you need to pass for the DMVs. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's geared just strictly towards the DMV and maybe not state specific. Like New York State has a chair side exam, but you can also take the DMV chair side exam. I'm thinking this is geared just towards DMVs. Um, I've, right. But I've heard and I've read some reviews and I've heard other people use it. And it's really um, 
really effective for the high or for the hygienist for the dental assistant she does it for hygiene too she's a hygienist and a dental assistant I think she's got her MBA so she's really smart but she's really put this website together um, for dental assistants just because any tool we have is a great tool right oh yeah oh yeah well you know and we see it time and time again where we have people that are oh I'm so worried I don't have any material to read over Mm -hmm. or they have to, you know, they relocate to a different state and it's just like to know where, you know, there are resources and to know where they are is key Yes, because you can't use them if you don't know they exist. And if you do know they exist, then that anxiety level goes down so far. And you can just call your state dental board too. If you, you know, if you're in Google Wisconsin state dental board, the website should come up and there should be a tab about professions there or a number you can call or someone you can email and say, Hey, I'm a dental assistant or I want to be a dental assistant. What are my educational pathways? What are my scope of practice? What can, you know, what can I expect entering or being in this field? So, I mean, every, I think that there's state dental board for every state, right? You know, um, yeah. and I'm assuming yeah. dentist, <laughs> dental assisting should be listed on there, whether you need a license or not, something for dental assisting should be listed on these state dental boards. So maybe that'll be a goal one day. I'll go through all the state dental boards and see what's listed on there for every single dental assisting. Um, you know, it'd be really cool, Julie, if you went one step above that and categorized it, you know, like A, B and C state allow this, like kind mm-hmm. of give people, a, a, an overview of, you know. Like, say, if you were a nomad and you are qualified in this state, you look at the other states that you're currently qualified in, that would be easy transition, right? right? <laughs> and, and I know that if you have, you know, there's reciprocity with some things, but not everything. So it, it and it, I think DMB does have some flow charts, but it's really, sometimes it's a little hard to understand. You really have to pick it apart. But if there was like a, a direct pathway of what would you know, um, have reciprocity over into the next state. Like I know if I take my DMB, um, radiology, I can go to New Jersey, I believe in Florida and I can just fill out my license. So, but that might not work for California because you have all these different levels in California. So what's it like in your state? So interesting. It's so interesting that that one profession can have so many different avenues. It is. And like where else in the world does this yes. happen? And I and there <laughs> and I there's an educational pathway for everybody to fit your lifestyle. I mean, you think about it. People get their MBA at night online, standing on their head in the middle of their living room. You can get your dental assisting education any way that it fits your lifestyle. So yes. I mean, there's tons of resources. There's DMB. There's the Dale Foundation. There is um, the Academy of Chairside Assisting with Shannon Pace Brinker. There's Ignite DA with Kevin Henry. I mean, all, we have all these educational resources at our fingertips. Yep. So. Yeah. So you guys go out and use them. Use Seriously. them. Use them. You're, you're already taking initiative by listening to a dental assistant podcast. That's right. <laughs> so. We know you want to be a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But. Okay, Julie. Well, that was great. Thank you so much. Well, you um, have fun. We, we heard your. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't sign oh, off Oh, I yet. can't sign off yet? Okay. 
we need to know for OSAP what they said about the bib clip. We've been waiting. So I asked two two (laughs) very nice military doctors that spoke at the meeting. And one said that they, they really don't highly recommend them, but to maybe soak them and then sip because they have, you know, the chains have all the, the parts that are really not, they can't be really cleaned. Right. Um, Right. And the other one said, absolutely not. So it wasn't, I think there's the, you know, the one said, because they really physically cannot be cleaned unless you're sterilizing them, which I guess you could. I mean, if you see eight patients a day, you could have eight sets of bib clips and you just autoclave them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they can be color-coded so you know. Absolutely. So Hmm. I guess it's just your your practice preference. We, you know, Sarah and I were at that meeting decided that we were going to switch over to the, like the little paper sticky tab things that go on the bib. So we remove the bib and there's nothing. So, um, cause I think right now we do have chains, so we're going to convert over that just to be a little bit safer. And since they weren't getting autoclave, so that is a good tip that you can autoclave them. And I believe the bib clips are not that expensive. They're really not. No, I think like not. three bucks. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you bought yeah. 20 bib clips for $60, you can autoclave all 20 of them and then just, you know, use them between patients. So you know, the whole point is the safest dental visit and you're right. It's, you know, it, it would be really hard just to cavicide or whatever type of, you know, disinfectant you use and then put it back on the patient when you really don't know. So it's better be safe yeah, than sorry. And, you know, at the end of the day, we know the patient's not going to be laying on the, the chair sucking on the, <laughs> the yeah. attachment piece. between the, the bib. And Maybe the a kid would, that. but <laughs> you know, <laughs> not an adult, a grown adult. Yeah, not that I've seen. Yes. No, not me neither. <laughs> well, Julie, have a happy, happy, you happy too. Day. Thank you so much. And I heard you're off to Maui, so bring I can do that. You know what? <laughs> and I will be more than happy to rub it in everybody's faces, you know, with social media. So just stay tuned. It'll be good. Well, enjoy yourself, <laughs> and I will catch you on the next hump day. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie, where we're banding together to ensure that every dental assistant has a better tomorrow than they did today. Don't forget to find your tribe. Dental Assistants Worldwide Group has a safe place for dental assistants to share, connect, grow, and learn. Find Julie Varney on Dental Assistants Rock, the website, or Instagram. And as always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have the Facebook page you can message through there. But I just truly appreciate you letting us help you get over the hump of the week Wednesday.